We're starting a new sermon series, and I'm going to read out of my Bible, uh, Sheila. I'm going to read out of my Bible, not out of the on the screen, huh? Um, and it is uh, we're looking at the I Am sayings of Jesus, and uh, today we're looking at um, I am the bread of life, says the Lord. And I'd just like to read to you from chapter six, John chapter six, uh, from verse thirty-five. It reads. Then Jesus declared, I am the bread of life. He who comes to me will never go hungry, and he who believes in me will never be thirsty. But as I told you, you have seen me and still you do not believe. All that the Father gives me will come to me, and whoever comes to me I will never drive away. For I have come down from heaven, not to do my will, but to do the one of him who sent me. And I just want to repeat this one, one verse. It says, Then Jesus declared, I am the bread of life. He who comes to me will never go hungry, and he who believes in me will never be thirsty. And this is the word of God, and we thank God for his word this morning. So in the next couple of weeks, we're going to also be looking at I am the light of the world, I am the gatekeeper, I'm the good shepherd, I'm the way, the truth, and the life, I'm the true vine, and I'm the resurrection and the life, and that will happen on Easter. And so it is an interesting way of looking, and I don't know, so often we, any of you have been into a library? Okay. Long ago. Yeah. So in a library, sometimes, if you go into my office, you'll find a lot of books. And these books are all about Jesus. And each person has their own interpretation of Jesus. But Jesus actually tells us in seven short sentences who he is and who God is. And so this morning we're going to look at uh, Jesus who says, I am the bread of life. Any of you had breakfast this morning? Any of you ate bread this morning? So maybe you ate um, one of these breads. Maybe you had uh, whole wheat brown. Any, any of you eat whole wheat brown bread? Okay, the specific Sasco, the Sasco brand. Okay, no. Okay, and what about um, oats and honey-flavored white bread? No? Anybody eat this one there, Corin? You also, Kathy? Also, nice. Is it, does it actually taste like honey? Does it? I don't know. Hey, Vilma? So, not really. But it's good. And then there's brown bread. Uh, just normal sun sunbaked uh, brown bread. I know Ron, um, should you guys eat this? Yes, also. And so maybe there's somebody that eats the the Albany bread, the brown bread. Yes. So this is my dad's favourite bread. This is the bread we grew up on, Albany brown. And um, I can tell you that it's uh, not my favourite. Because my dad was a diabetic, and so we always had to eat that brown bread, and we always had to drink tab and diet coke, because he was a diabetic. 
And, uh, but I wonder, I've now left this out just for, for the first service. It's already gone hard. Okay? It's already gone hard and, you know, it's already, it's already smelling something, you know. So, but you're going to put that into your body when you get home, when you have breakfast. Okay? When you come to the men's breakfast, there's always extra bread. Because the, li the guys like to put uh, marmalade and jam and, you know, whatever on there. But it's, it's nice and we can't live without bread, actually. Bread and water, those are essential for us. Well, not bread as much because you can actually do without bread, but you need to eat something. And so bread is vital. And in the times of, uh, of Jesus, bread was, was their staple meal. And so they had bread and they had wine, a bit of wine. Maybe they had a bit of cheese. Just something to, uh, just something to eat. And there's a point in uh, John 6 where Jesus actually feeds 5,000 people. How amazing is that? It's a miracle in itself because he took five loaves and two fishes. Five loaves. And I'm not sure what that loaf would have looked like, but I can assure you that I think the loaf was a bit smaller than this. All right? It was probably, um, you know, very uh, thin and long. And, but he took five of these loaves and he broke it. And he blessed it. And he asked God to bless it. And he shared it amongst those 5,000 people. And everybody got something. Everybody was filled it says that everybody had enough to eat. There was enough bread. So when you eat bread, there's only one word that can, um, that can describe it, or a lot of it, and it's Afrikaans word. It makes you feel duck. I don't know if that's, you know, it's like, you know, it makes you feel full, hey? full, lethargic. Maybe it makes you feel... You know, um, but in an hour or two, we'll go back again. And we're going to get some more bread or maybe have something else because we are hungry again. I, I, I need to know, is, are you guys going for lunch? Is there, if we had a lunch here at Emseni, would, would you come? Okay, after church, instead of coffee and tea, if we had a lunch, maybe once a quarter or something like that, could we do something like that? Okay, just asking while you're here. Um, <laughs> well, I've got your attention. But bread is so vital. And, and when, he, when Jesus fed those 5,000 people on the one day, he was, and people had gathered around him and he had done many miracles. That evening, he went across the Sea of Galilee. And the next morning, Jesus wasn't where, where the rest of the people were, but they followed him. They heard the story that Jesus was, was feeding the people. That Jesus was actually feeding them bread. And so many more people came and came looking for Jesus. And when they find him, they ask him, Lord, can you provide? And he says, why are you looking for me? He says, is it because you want to be fed again? He says, do you want, you're only looking for me because you want something to eat. 
So often in life, that's all why we, why we ask for Jesus. Is that we just want something to eat. Have you? So often in, in church, people will come and ask for a meal. You know, they come from the street. And once you give, other people come. It's like a, with a bush telephone. It's like people come because they know there's food. Mseni provides food. The problem with that, though, is that that never fills you. You're always going to go hungry. Are there any Scottish people here today? Many years ago, there was a Scotsman who traveled to America. He took almost all of his money and purchased a passage, a, a, a passage on a great ocean liner. In preparation for his trip, he stocked up on bread, cheese, and fruit before the departure so he would have enough good stash on board for the trip. After the ship set sail, he did fairly well for the first four or five days. However, the bread became stale, the cheese soft and moldy, and the fruit began to spoil. Finally, the old Scot got so hungry, he took some of his money and headed into the dining room for a good meal. Imagine his surprise when he found out that everything in the dining room was for free and it was already part of the fee. I'm not saying Scottish people are stingy, but they are... <laughs> There were, two, there were two days left, and if he only had realized that everything was already included, he would have had a good trip. See, God provides. Jesus continuously provides for us. Jesus says, I am the bread of life. What do you need to sustain you? What do you need on a day-to-day -day basis to sustain you? Bread is very important. But Jesus makes this analogy and says, If you eat of me, if you take me, if you are filled with me, you will have everything that you desire. Good life. Not always easy life. But you will be filled with, with a love that is so amazing. That you will be filled with, with, with just being able to, to speak to people, love people, care about people, as Jesus cares about him, his people. And Jesus says to those people, you want me to give you what was given to Moses. The manna, what Uncle Mark was talking about. Every day, those people received manna. Every morning, they went out with their little plates or their little baskets, and they fetched whatever manna they needed for the day. And God continuously says to Moses, tell those people that you only need to take what is necessary so often we fill our lives, it's not just that physical bread, but so often we collect. I know we're in Lent, but 
that's probably also why. It's like we need something to fill our hearts, to fill our, our minds, to fill us with, with something. And so we're either going to go buy or spend or we're going to eat ourselves. Look. <laughs> I don't know. If I continuously eat bread, this is what happens. But I want to be filled with Jesus. I want to be filled from my head to my toe, from my left hand to my right hand, within my heart, within my mind, and with my whole body, and with everything, with Jesus. So that I don't need anything of this world. Because this world is nasty. This world is like that manner when you take so much, it rots, it smells. And you can't do anything with it. This bread that represents so many things, maybe it's time to also just to let go. As, you, as in this Lent period, there was a young boy who who was at Sunday school, or not at a Sunday school, but in his own class, and the, the teacher asked him, do you believe in Jesus who changed the water into wine? And she said, that is surely nonsense. That Jesus could never do that. And this youngster he stood up and he said, Ma'am, I'm not sure if Jesus turned water into wine because I wasn't there myself. But I do know that at our house, he turned bread, or he turned beer into bread. You see, my daddy got saved a week ago. And he's quit drinking. And now we have bread on the table. <laughs> so, where are you? Have you been filled with, with Jesus, who is the bread of life? Life changing. The most amazing thing that can happen. Is Jesus full? Not just your heart, your tummy, your, your mind, your everything. Where are you today? Have you accepted Jesus to be your bread of life? We're going to go into a time of, of uh, lighting candles. And maybe you want to light a candle for yourself this morning. Because maybe in this space, you need Jesus to fill you again, to give you new life. Or maybe there's somebody in your life, maybe it's your son or your daughter, maybe it's your grandson or your granddaughter. Maybe you come and intercede for them today. Come light a candle for them.
Let Jesus be the bread of life in their life. We all need this.